Hello everyone. This is Tony with Tony on the mic. My voice sounds a little more balanced. It's because my guest today, Anthony Jerome, <laughs> I, I can't do it. I'm definitely working on it and taking this seriously, but I'm not quite there yet. Anyway, he, Anthony Jerome, is a yoga enthusiast, a mind, body, and spirit counselor, an energy healing, a hypnotherapist, and an intuitive reader. He does balance my chi, ease some of my pain, for real, as I try to walk the line of being open-minded while pushing back a little bit. He's also a fitness enthusiast and trainer. He's worked with professional athletes and was record-breaking athlete in track and field at San Diego State. He grew up in San Diego and has traveled to India five times as part of his spiritual journey. He works with people to give you the tools to navigate stress, fears, sadness, anxiety, and other obstacles to health, happiness, balance, and productivity. We talk about his early exposure that he got to the energy from his mom and his travels and studying under other gurus. He tells us about being a vegan in high school before it was cool or being a vegan was even a thing. How your consciousness can heal your body and mind. We also have set up another episode where he will heal my energy, hypnotize me, and get me on the path of enlightenment. I take this very seriously and hopefully will benefit greatly from some of the practices. So sit down, strap in, turn on, and turn up this perfectly balanced episode of Tony on the Mic. Our story begins as these stories often do. <laughs> People need to learn this. They need to learn how to work with their mind to overcome fears, doubts, negative self-judgments about themselves, change behavior patterns. We can just deal with a cheeseburger. Uh, all right. I'll put a cheeseburger well, right. I'll put a cheeseburger right in front of you, and you won't even want it. No. Okay, we're not doing that because <laughs> <laughs> you know we brought it. That's going too far. <laughs> You're 51. You look great. I feel I got, good. I, I'm not gonna lie. I got a little man crush going on here. You got you got the action <laughs> going on. I'm, I'm I want to be you when I grow up. Yeah, there was one time I gave this something to my daughter, and it was it tasted nasty. She had a knee pain, so it was something for her joints, you know. And she looked at me like, Dad, how could you do this to me? Like I did her wrong. <laughs> like, you know, she had all this love and like. I betrayed her. Like Why? Yeah, like I betrayed her, giving her some. I said, "What is this?" That's funny. And every every since then, she was suspect. If you're just sitting down watching TV, you're getting hypnotized. That's true. And you're watching the phone, looking at the phone, watching the video. Yeah. That's three minutes being hypnotized, listening to the radio. You could take those three minutes, five minutes, go into that sacred space in the center of yourself. Open up to the vision that you want to manifest, create, and how you want to be in the world. You do that every day, your life will change. I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence, and I'm Tony on the mic. Today, my guest is... Anthony Jerome. Is that right? That's right. All right. You go by Jerome? I go by Jerome. People call okay. me Anthony Jerome. Some people call me just Jerome. So. All right. I'll, I'll, I have Jerome in my brain. That's good. So Let's we'll stick that. with Jerome. All right. You uh, yoga, meditation, vegan, intuitive readings, energy healing, break dancing, <laughs> bars workout. And I was watching some of your, your videos, man. I got to be honest. If I looked like you, I wouldn't even own a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone wear one. I would, I would, I would just throw all my shirts away. I would just walk. I don't care how cold it got. 
<laughs> uh, no, you're in fine shape, man. I guess you turned 51 Friday, I heard. That's right, man. 51. 51. And I'm telling you, man, you're still rocking. It's still looking good in fitness. So when people come to you and they say, what can this do for me? Do you just go, hey, look at this. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> oh, man. I, I, You know, my, in my mind, I'm thinking I got to give all of the, you know, the science behind it and everything. But I've just learned that if you embody what you teach then that's what people see yeah no i see it man. and that's what i do i just i'm all about it mind body fitness wellness i'm all about it nice now let's uh check pump your socials a little bit you got a, i know you got a facebook page i've seen that uh give you your facebook your instagram anything else you oh, might yeah. have? Any facebook websites? is just jerome gross instagram is mind body fitness sd and uh yeah my website is uh, mind body fit mindbodyfit.com yeah mindbodyfitsd.com yeah all right make sure everybody checks that out we'll poke it again at the end too just make sure everybody gets it because yeah they're gonna want to today gonna get to know you a little bit take you on your journey uh you'll do a little bit of teaching but just more teaching about you you know we're gonna get yeah. to know you and how you got to where you are what led you to what you're doing and it says uh you do intuitive readings that's right and how long is that can you do me yeah, like right now, as we sit, you know, I'm, I'm, we're always picking up information okay. all the time. Like I was told one by one of the teachers, you know, uh, communication is 90% nonverbal. Okay. So, I mean, we all heard that. Oh, of course. We all heard that. But, you know, intuitive reading, psychic reading, all of that stuff, it's just take it to another level what that really means. Okay. And so when you come into a place, it's just being aware of what the energy feels. So, like right now, if I just think of myself... I just think of myself, I feel one way. But now when I think of you, Tony, all of a sudden, my, my, the sensation of my body changes. That's energy that, I'm, that's, that you're communicating to me right now. Is that good energy or bad energy? Well, I don't even make a judgment of it. I just notice oh. what I notice. Okay. So like right now as I'm tuning into your, as I was, as I was talking, I'm tuning into your vibrational frequency, or I can just say what I notice. Okay. Is right now, I just feel the tension in my solar plexus. Some stomach area right here that just tightens up. And if I go into why does that happen or just open up to what image comes up about that or feeling comes up about that. Let's see what that is. Uh, a bracing, like you're bracing yourself. You're bracing yourself. No, no, I'm no. Myself. There's a bracing within that I'm, I'm picking up From within me? you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And maybe not necessarily right now for any particular reason, but this is like a general reading of your whole system. I just scan health, fitness, relationship, finances, career, life purpose, or right. unknown. So if I scan all of those, health, fitness, relationship, finances, life purpose, the one that, 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 that happens the most uh. is relationships. Relationships between family, friends, work. Now are you talking in general. Or are you talking about me. I'm talking about you and okay. in general. So okay. right now it goes weak, right? Uh, and work, making it. Yeah, you got to brace yourself. Maybe hunkering down to focus, concentrate, make better. It's about work. See, so that's that's super interesting. Now, this could be a carny trick, man. I'm gonna push back on you every now and then. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is what I do. But right now, I'm. Seriously focused. I'm way behind at work. 
Mm-hmm. As you can see, when you came in, we got projects going on in the house. So I'm, right. I'm really. I didn't get house. I didn't get family. I didn't get that. I got work. Work. Right. Yeah. Well, I, spot on, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. Relationship, I'm, relationships, and work. Okay. And work. Oh, trying to. So my relationships are in trouble. Uh, and work related to work. Work related. Okay. Uh huh. All right. I hope yeah. I don't lose any customers. But here's how I know, though. Okay. Here's how I know. So if I think about that, and then I change uh, the energy about it. You should feel a relaxation in your body. You just knows what your body feels like. And so all of those issues related to tensing, tightening up about work to, and and uh, grinding. You're freaking me out a little Relax. Bit. I'm just going to relax. Okay. If I, I, and, and the, you know, the powerful thing is, is that people don't realize how interconnected we are. If I relax when I think of you, all of a sudden you relax. You don't even have to see me relax, but I'm just relaxing. Can you feel yourself relax a little bit more? Well, now I'm conscious of it. Now I'm trying to relax, so it's hard. So you but, just, but uh, but you are yeah, there. Absolutely, I did. And there it is. Okay. So, right. so your level of stress right now just went down a, a little notch. No, it absolutely did. So I, that's that's helpful in my work. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna push back though. That's <laughs> okay, <laughs> man. I mean, and believe me, there is nothing <laughs> I want more. Than to have all this stuff fall into place and achieve a little better clarity and a little better, you know, balance and everything. There is nothing I want more than that. So I'm definitely not blocking. I'm not in, or intentionally blocking. I'm not trying to, right. you know, but I'm just right. I'm trying to dig in and, and kind of see and ask me it. anything you want, man. All right, We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Let's uh, the thing you said that, that kind of made me want to be want to have you on my podcast. You came to class. You did a little guest lecture. And one of the things you said, and I'm going to probably butcher it, but it. But it's, I think I captured the essence of it is you don't think about digesting food. Your body just digests it. You don't think about breathing and practicing breathing. Your body just breathes. You don't work on your liver and your lungs filtering. They just filter. And your body knows how to heal itself and do a lot of processes for itself and do a lot of stuff like that. And you advocate taking it even to the next level, letting it letting it heal, letting it motivate, letting it strengthen, letting it do all these things. And sometimes our daily actions and our daily behaviors interfere with that is that a accurate summary yeah that's happening all the time but what yeah what interferes with it is uh judgment doubts like a doubt judgments doubts um um expectations um yeah fears let me judgment clear, let me clear this up my expectations right now is you're gonna walk out of here and i'm gonna levitate <laughs> okay is that gonna work <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. With every expectation, there's a tension. There's a tension in the body. Right. Right. Wherever there's tension or tightness, there's resistance. That resistance held for a long time creates inflammation in the body. Inflammation creates illness. So, et cetera, et cetera. cetera. And so, for the body to heal, you gotta relax. For for that, and I mean, what that means is for the for the body for you to tap into that creative intelligence that beats the heart, breathes the breath, works all those functions. We have to relax, relax. All right. Relaxation. Now, I'm not saying that you are passive. Now, see, that's the part right there. Like what? You already, yeah, you already lost me. Yeah. Because I'm relaxing. I'm just. You're not okay. You think you're passive, but all these actions are happening. That's so, true. That's true. So you're not totally passive. Yeah. Now, what if you just. But if we were sensitive enough to feel the, those things that are creating those automatic functions, move into the motivation. Just sit and wait for the motivation. Like if you sit long enough, 
you'll be motivated to move energetically, emotionally, mentally. You get ideas, start to flow, ah, boom, and then you step forward and do the thing. What if you waited for that instead of trying to make it happen out of force and run around in circles trying to force stuff that's not ready? All right. That's different. Well, you're already on page two, but we're going to go back to page one. <laughs> uh, but no, I, yeah. I get it. And like I said, mm -hmm. I want to be in. Let me make that very clear. Okay. <laughs> and, but I also don't, I don't expect, like a lot of times when you tell, it's like anything, like your diet, like exercise, like anything, uh, people go and do it once or twice and they think, okay, I didn't see anything today, you know, but it takes a commitment and it takes a certain amount of time and it takes a, a real intention, you know, to make some of that happen. Let's talk about, you were born in San Diego, consider National City Chula Vista, San Diego home. Yeah, East San Diego, South East, all South of Eight, basically. Okay. Anyway, you you were an athlete in high school. When when in your life did you know you were going to be like a collegiate? Anybody who goes to a D one school, at some point a switch comes on. Some people are junior in high school. Some years fourth grade. When when did you know you were going to be a special athlete? Um, I've always been like the fastest in the kid in the school or the right. class and stuff. So in my mind. Yeah, that's that's just what I was gonna do. Okay. I just kindergarten. You're you're winning all the races. You know, they'd say, "Okay, run down to the play area." You know, I was already there. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, all the time. Just yeah, I think where my first track meet, you know, just got best athlete, broke some records or something like that in elementary schools and. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't know if I was going to actually go to college like know it until like you know until high school senior yeah. year last month, you know, cuz I didn't yeah. get it I didn't get no real offers like getting paid. Yeah. So I didn't know what I was going to do until then, but luckily State. I got I got something. Yeah. That's too bad they don't have a, State. a program. Yeah, they had, Yeah, Title 9 uh they dropped some of their some of the athletic teams. Yeah. And track and field being one of them, so that's a bummer. I'd be we go to we go. To, my son ran track in high school. My younger son, and we go to a lot of meets and stuff. I I I really enjoy quality high level track meets. It's it's something to see. Uh, let's see. You were popular in high school, and you were a fast runner. Track was your only sport. Did you play any other sports? Played football. Football. Mm -hmm. Okay. What position? Tailback, uh, safety. Okay. Um, quarterback a little bit. Whoa. Yeah, I, pl I played all over. Okay. Now, when you were a quarterback, were you a quarterback or were you just a super fast guy with the ball and you ran for yardage? Mostly like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, could, I, I made some passes, but mostly right. we played a wishbone. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you didn't pass a lot. The then. option. Yeah, we do an option and there may be a couple pass passes out of the, out of the option. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then how'd you feel when you got that scholarship? Did they and did you go on a did you go on a recruiting visit? Did they come to your how did how did that whole thing go down? Um. Oh man, I was relieved, relieved because it really I didn't know if I was I was where I was gonna go. I know I didn't want to um, end up at the park because if I didn't go, yeah, I'd just yep. be playing basketball all day every day with them old heads at the park. <laughs> I'm one of those old heads. All, all summer, you just you know, and I was like, how come they here? They don't work. They just yeah. playing basketball all day. Well, I don't play all day. But. They were fun, but you know, golly, I didn't want to yeah. do that. Then I was thinking, you know, mom's saying, you know, you got to go. You got to do something. And the, oh, the, the scary part was the summer before my senior year, I tried to get a job 
that summer. And I went to every fast food restaurant from 30th Street to 54th Street on El Cajon and University. And I did not get hired. And I only got maybe two interviews. And that put me, you know, that does something to you. When you oh, go yeah. to that many, you rejections. put that many rejections. Yeah. I was like, man, it's hard to make money What's in my mind. What's wrong yeah. with me? That's, that's a real yeah. subconscious issue right there. So I was like, wow, I can't even get a, I can't even bust tables or something. I couldn't even. So what was your first job? Okay, so my first job was, um, was teaching at a school called Stein Education Center. Was teaching. Which, that was your first job? Oh, I was an aide. I was an aide oh, okay. Okay. at this school for severe emotionally and physically handicapped Wow. Autism, uh, nonverbal kids, some of them are verbal, um, severe emotional problems, right. anger. It was, at the, it was at a school like that. Wow. So that was my first, and I got that job partly because I knew uh, my my dad's girlfriend worked there. And my dad also worked there for some time, too. So okay. that was the end. It's probably the best job for me. But um, yeah, so, and it was perfect, actually. Because that sets the stage for all my other jobs throughout life, all the things that I was doing, working with the mind and working with And how people. old were you when you got that job? Oh, that was, that was uh, let me see, right before, I started right before I went to school and college, so I must have been just 17. 17, somewhere around there? Yeah. yeah. All right. And then, um, let's see, you have two kids from a previous marriage. Now, I always am very interested in people who have, uh, we'll call it dedicated lifestyles. You have a committed lifestyle that you are, you're vegan, you are one with the earth. I'm, I don't know exactly how to say it. You know what I mean? And so, but it's hard for me to imagine kids like that. So what are your kids, how old are your kids and what are they like? I have twin boys. They are 18 and my daughter is uh, 21, turning 22 this year. Okay. Yeah. And they're in... Uh, my daughter just graduated from UCSD from college, and my one of my sons just started college. The other one is just working. Okay. Doing. I mean, but their lifestyle, do they embrace yoga? they do energy healing? Yeah, they, they were raised with all of that. Okay. And they know about it, and um, they're open to it. Okay. You know, it's not a big part of their life. I think as they get older, it is. Because okay. they're finding that the friends they hang around with are just, just discovering, oh, man, I, I found out that you can meditate. You can visualize your, your sport. Both yeah. of my, my kids were athletic. All my kids were athletic. And so Coach talking about visualization. Oh, Dad's not so crazy. He was right. doing hypnosis, you know. <laughs> yeah. Doing all of this stuff, you know. You know, the, the power of our mind and stuff. And here I am. I could do this energy work and doing it to arena. I'm doing it. And yeah. then at the same time, I just like to say maybe I got some uh, some cool credits because okay. I because I was doing the thing. Yeah. I was, yep. Oh yeah. I was still running track. Like when my kids were in high school, they ran track. Yeah. I was running track. We'd be in the same meet because I'd jump in the same really? meet. Yeah. You it, there's a uh, all comers meets. You know, from yeah. all levels, yeah. college, high school. You run the time, and I'd be right there with them. You know, what I mean, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got Those... so they they were more accepting. They say, yeah. oh okay, if he's doing all of that. And yeah, I think if they see it, it rings true. You know, if you say, important. hey, go work out while you're sitting on the couch eating potato chips, that's hard. That's hard to get through. It's hard to get through. Yeah. You got to be about it. So 
uh, your again with your kids, did you make an effort to? Because I want to talk about your life in high school, because you said you you started realizing stuff as early as twelve years old with yeah. some of the stuff from your parents and everything. Your mom did the <clears throat> the intention that coin was... flips and probability tests and yeah. things like that. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get into that in the next section. But I, again, in the parenting, I think speaking for myself, I always try and give my kids everything, of course, but <clears throat> everything that I felt I was missing. You know, like my dad wasn't around a lot. He was a minister, a freedom rider. He was uh, oh wow doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, we got a pretty cool picture of him and Martin Luther King and Jesse Jackson back in the day. And wow, and but. The downside is he wasn't home. You know, he wasn't around. So a lot of my troubles, questions, kind of went answered by my friends, answered, you know, and a lot of it, kids will take the easy way out. And I was a kid, you know, mm-hmm. I took a lot of easy, easy ways out, whereas I would have liked to have, like, so my kids, I make sure they at least know this is what you should be eating. This is what you should be doing. And all my kids are athletic, sounds like yours too. Um, but your commitment is a whole nother level. How did you balance trying to impart that on your kids? That was just the culture of the house. Because your mom was that way. What about your dad? Yeah. Well, my dad, he didn't, I didn't grow up with my dad. I lived with my okay. dad for about a year. Um, but as far as the upbringing, most of I was with my mom. Okay. okay. And, and um, I came up with growing up with my mom, that became the culture because she was okay. on her journey. Uh, her health journey and she had rheumatoid arthritis and she got so sick that she was bedridden and doctors said she'd be in a wheelchair in a, in a year in about five years you know be bedridden and stuff wow. like that and she had got some direction some guidance and some insight and had started having spiritual experiences or I should say uh, they call them metaphysical experiences of out of body stuff and okay. she couldn't explain them and who to go to yeah. so generally you know and how long ago was this how, how old were you so that was before i was 12 that okay. happened for her okay so when she started to get she started uh, getting a little bit better she started changing everybody's diet in the house so she was back then that was like 80 79 okay 80 you know and at that time she was doing uh the juices and Wow, and fast way ahead of the curve. Yeah, fasting and um, stopped eating meat. And when was the last time you had a cheeseburger? I can't even remember. Probably in high school. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. Like a real burger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not a not a beyond not a beyond no, not burger. A, not a, a beyond belief, burger. A beyond or what? Is, what's the other thing? Dang it! Oh, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. The impossible burger. The impossible. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, it was back like then. But it, it was that, that was the culture. That was a cool, and I, and I, when I come into the house, we she gravitated to the Eastern philosophy, Buddhist, um, Buddhist, Taoist, Hindu, and even had a guru growing up, really? an Indian guru. His name was Satya Sai Baba, and the influence of his teachings, which is kind of gear, uh, had that flavor of Hinduism, but a non-sect of Hinduism, okay. but in general. And so we're, we're gonna talk about him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and so that all of that growing up. The home was felt like, yeah. Yeah. like an ashram. You come in the house, you just <laughs> you just don't bring. Even though we lived in a hood, right? You didn't bring certain stuff in there. There's you don't no, bring the hood into the house. 
and it was just known like it was kind of crazy like when so, your friends over every a few of them some of them yeah. they'd come in you know and they say who's that blue dude who's that guy <laughs> who's that guy blue and, yeah you know who's that guy with the afro i bob has a big afro uh -huh. you know is that your dad he said no that's that's my guru so what's the guru so they started okay. this whole thing so few few friends would come by you know we'd hang out but now were you ever ashamed of it at school did you ever try and hide it or maybe a little i wouldn't talk freely about it right because they wasn't yeah. even, Teenagers, they'll pounce on anything that's different. Oh man, you know they have a. Oh. But I didn't get too much flack from it. Okay. You know, if you if you, it just it felt like you get a pass if you're an athlete, and oh, a lot yes, of things. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> you, right, you get a yeah. little bit of a pass. Yeah. No one's gonna mess around with you. Right. You know, except Jerome, he don't eat meat. You know, and they'll be having like this big pizza, and they don't want to share. Jerome, you don't eat this. <laughs> Remind me, you don't want this, man. <laughs> They'll remind me. Can we get some cheese? So you can eat cheese pizza. At, you, you know, eat pizza? as I started, I was vegetarian first. I okay. didn't, you know, and so I would do stuff with like a little bit of cheese and stuff. But there, I was allergic to dairy, oh, so boy. I wouldn't do a lot anyway. So when I became vegetarian, I started, I became vegan really quick. Okay. But I was doing some like um, some egg. You know, that was the last thing I, right. I cut out. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Well, that brings us up to your current life, and we're going to take a quick break and continue our conversation with Anthony Jerome. You could just call him Jerome, fitness master, meditation, vegan, intuitive reader, and many other <laughs> things. So sit down, strap in. We'll be right back. are back today my guest I, i'm gonna call you my guru for now you're gonna be at least for the ah. next, next bit you're my guru you're gonna you're gonna tell me what it's all about and i gotta tell you i've seen some of your videos you're doing the bards workout and the say break dancing the other day i'm like dang man i could do that 30 40 years ago because mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm old i'm i mean you're a spry 51 <laughs> i'm old but uh it's definitely it's when i can see that when i can see people doing it 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 matters you know i think it matters when you when you picture 50 year olds sitting on the couch watching tv or 50 year olds break dancing it's nice it's nice yeah so i want to that even sound funny man that's what that even sound funny you know 50 year old break dancing <laughs> does. that might be a that might be a a viral thing you know what yeah. I mean? well it's funny because i have a <laughs> couple go-to wedding moves where i still spin on my back uh -huh. And so I'll just go into like a half split, spin on the back. I don't need helicopter or anything anymore. It's, yeah. That, um, that windmill hit that windmill. Yeah, that windmill will murder. <laughs> no, no. I saw you. You were still windmill, weren't you? A bit of windmill. Windmill with no hands. Hand yeah. spin. That's, yeah. Try That's to, awesome. yeah. Check, you guys, anybody listening should check some of that out. It's pretty cool. Uh, now, currently, you're doing a program, and it's called The Enlightened Way of Being Energetic and Meditation Training. That's right. Tell me about it. So, it's a culmination of my training of uh, working with the mind, spiritual psychology. You might have heard of neuro-linguistic programming mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, how to work with the mind to improve your performance, peace, healing. I was trained as a hypnotherapist. I'm a clinical. Oh, we're gonna get into that. Well, I have to have you back because that's gonna be an episode. On we'll have <laughs> clinical you. Clinical hypnotherapy. Um, been leading meditations for a long, long time, and then so that's working with the mind, and also um, energy healing. So energy healing is what we what we began with being able to tune into someone's vibrational frequency, 
and then send the vibrational frequency, the energy, with, or the chi, as they call it in Chinese medicine, or your power of your intention to release pain, stress, or illness in the body. And so Come on. there's various ways to do that. There's different traditions of wisdom that, that have that. All traditions of wisdom have that have that in there have somewhere. Core, yeah, they, they have that in there. So, you know, you heard of uh, Qigong. Yeah. Qigong. So they have Qigong masters. They can do that. Move the chi in your body without touching you and send the chi there. Is there anybody that. local that does that? A lot of people. Really? I think, I mean, I can't name anybody off the top right. of my head. But, but if there's some general, does it, yeah. No, yeah, I'd be in for sure, that. for sure. I'd do that, man. I'd do, do that. So you can so fix my energy. I've trained, that's what I've been trained to that. Right. There's just like five different styles. I'm going to lay there. Mm -hmm. And you're going to move my chi and my body and get everything lined up the way it's That's what it is. All right, we're going to do it's that. A whole gonna... That's a whole philosophy, a whole different paradigm of seeing the world. You know, that's another. Now, we're going to, I will do this and and put a little YouTube out in the mini version, and then you can show everybody, because, I mean, do I, it. I got a pretty good rep, man. People, people believe me. They're not, okay. I'm not going to say something works if it doesn't work. I've been doing it, I'm, I've probably been doing this longer than anything that I've been doing. I've been doing since this that practice since like 92, 93 while I was running track. Now it said in college you did shows in dorms. What kind of shows are you talking about? Hypno hypnosis. Hi I did a hypnosis show, com comedy hypnosis yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah well, I, well I told you when I was in college, well, I didn't say that, but when I was in college, see in the summers, that's what I'd go. I'd go on trips. I'd, I'd look for masters and teachers to study with in the realm of, of spirituality and healing. Okay. And that's, that's how I come in. So that enlightened way of being interjects meditation is a culmination of all of that. And I'm teaching that in the program, how to use your mind to access your potential for what it is you want to do, personal or spiritual goals. You say healing like my knee hurts. Right. So what would you recommend? Oh, so in the energy healing, just like I did with the stress in the beginning, right. scan your energy field. Right, right. I, would, I could just look at your knee and see what the issues are going on and then clear that energetically and Dude, then, you know this sounds crazy, right? We can do it right now, man. Is your knee sore right now? I see it's some not, inflammation right now on it. Yeah, uh, it's not. I mean, I had surgery. But okay, it's not bad. It, it hurts a little bit, but not. Okay, watch this. Watch that. We okay. got. It take two minutes. Don't mess with me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. What do I have to do? Nothing. Nothing. Just sit here. Just sit. There. But all, all, you, well, all you have to do is just notice on a scale of one to ten, what's the level of discomfort if you were to move it or do something that was not bad. It's about a three or four it's about a three or four yeah well let's just see you know okay all right let's just see so i'm gonna just tune into the uh the energy of your knee all right i'm gonna turn into a receiver so i can receive all this it, it, yeah and it, yeah so well yeah i can just strengthen you to be accepting that the idea of this healing can happen right now this minute you'll see a difference now just to explain this process it was about three minutes and i've cut out all of the silences but there was just some time of sitting and being during the whole thing so it may sound like it went bang 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 but it was about three minutes and you're hearing an abbreviated version just because moments of silence are terrible on podcasts okay so then i'm gonna tune into your knee yep and then let me see local referred oh yeah so so that health fitness so doing a lot for other people I mean, you do a lot. You when you go, I feel like you you put a lot of work, do a lot of work to help people. And Bring so, out, so what, that's that's the feeling I'm getting from that knee. And 
the vulnerability comes at times not feeling supported. So I'm just going to just, I'm just going to tune into that and just open to that source. Like we did that free form movement in the class that you came and we met in. Right. We're open to that source that moves and breathes all creation that supports all life. And I'm going to bring that to the knee and all, all, all places in your body, energetically, chakra system, um, energy field, and life that needs that feeling of support. So let me just do that for a moment. I just take a, and I can feel the tension around that in my stomach again. I'm going to relax there. Let that presence come there. That universal creative intelligence source energy. I call it chi. Yoga, they call it prana. Send it to your knee, your stomach, all along your spine, heart, all the way to the brain. Now, the whole body should feel more relaxed as I'm starting to talk about it. What and, can and, I talk? What am I supposed to? Well, do? now you said it's about a three or a four. Yeah. Move your knee and see if there's a difference. Dude, this is some sort of mind game, because there is a difference. There it is, and that's energy. I mean, see, that's that's not real, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's energy healing. No, that's yeah, yeah. And you were over there, so everybody know. We, I'm not. I don't have my hands on. He's across the room. Right, right. We're six feet apart ish. Uh, yeah. Not because of COVID, just because that's the way my studio is set up. Um, yeah. Dude, that's bananas. All right. All right, folks. I told you before, I said communication is 90% nonverbal. Well, and, uh, and when you said, and it's funny, I literally like two days ago said to my wife that I'm stressed out because I'm not feeling like when my kids need something and I drop what I'm doing to take care of it or my wife needs something because they all have rigid schedules and my schedule is more flexible. So I end up doing it, and I was just saying, I, I need some help. I need to be, I need to feel appreciated, supported. Mm -hmm. And I, I was literally just saying that a few days ago. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you say that with us having zero knowledge of each other right, is pretty impressive. And the knee, it wasn't super bad, but it definitely feels different right this is, this is some sort of witch so imagine so imagine sorcery. so imagine so that's just a man this is this is uh it's a law of universe just like the law of gravity the power of our minds affecting our physiology is real just like the law of gravity you throw something in the sky or come back down yeah did you ever see the secret yeah yeah is that the yeah. same philosophy or is that a kind secret of... is a piece of it mm -hmm. you know it opened people's eyes to the power of their, you know their thoughts have ability to to manifest but it's, it's there's more a little more to it than that is deeper than that but I, I i enjoyed that it was the first time i seen an on a, a wide range acceptance or yeah, a, or awareness yeah, yeah like yeah. wow okay there's a shift in people's consciousness is going to happen with this of what's possible so imagine it just just imagine if you did that every day in every part of your body or in every area in your life shifting that vibration like that that's what that's what I'm talking about. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna get there. I I want to believe. Like I said, I want to <laughs> believe, and and I, so I'm not looking for a reason for it not to work. Okay, you like me then? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I was. I'm, I'm open minded. Let me say, yeah. stroke me with a monkey's foot. If right. It's gonna yeah. work. Exactly. <laughs> if it's gonna work, it take me right, to the next level. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. No, that's crazy. All right. So your mom had a big influence. You said, and, um, well, I'm sorry, let me go back a little bit. You said you, you were motivated through a vision. You had a vision when you were younger. Does that specific, was there like a epiphany? Was there a moment or was it a building of consciousness over time? Well, that, with the, um, 
I remember that the question that was asked was about how do I get started and what I was doing. Right. And when I was in college, I kept, when I'd fallen asleep, I get this vision of me teaching meditation, human values, spiritual teachings um, to the youth, originally to, to kids and sitting underneath the tree and just teaching. In your vision. Yes. And like, and, and the, felt, the felt senses was that, man, this world is going kind of crazy. We got to reach the youth before they get adult goats and, and corrupted and in and, and the grind and can't make moves. We got to get them when they're young. And so, and I want to say that was, a, con, what sparked that was um, going to India. Was going to India and, t and learning and taking some courses with my uh, the guru, such as Sai Baba. Um, human values, education, human values, spirituality. And that was like the vision, like, this is what everybody needs. Not in like people need this particular religion, but they need to tap into their core, which is already pure and untouched by any craziness. Just that, kids or everybody? Everybody. But I think mine's been touched. I've, that's be <laughs> <laughs> because the few, <laughs> because I, I felt like kids, if they can trust that when they're younger, when they yeah. get older, that we make better choices that'll serve the whole and themselves a lot better. And so Fair. that was that was the vision. Now it says you went to India five times. That's right. Yeah. Now were they similar trips? Were all very different in terms of experience or what you saw? Did you do the same a seminar or vacation package? I don't know how they how they do it, but <laughs> the vacation package with the guru, you know, you Right, exactly. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't quite like that. It was um well the first first two times were very serious. Um, Sai Baba did have schools, okay, universities. Sai Baba is that that's a person. That is a person, such as Sai Baba. He's like an Indian saint, mystic, spiritual teacher, uh, humanitarian. And is he alive right now? Or no, is this, he passed okay. away. He passed away about mm, ten years ago. I want to okay. say, yeah. Okay. And is yeah. there a is there is it like the Pope or like uh? For that, he would be like the Pope. Like he's like a master. Like what I just did, tuning in yeah. to your knee and making right. that shift, he could do that with everybody in the room. There'd be like 50 people in the room, and he could read everybody all at once and create shifts and changes okay. in people's lives, shifting the energy, even manifesting some things. Um, wisdom is just, you know, you would go to him like you would go to, a, you know, someone to get some now, insight on life. Spell that for me, S-A-I-B-A-B-A? -B -A? That's right, Sai Baba. And two words? S-A-I-B-A-B-A. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I can Google his teachings or whatever. Yeah, and... teachings of Satya Sai, of Sai Baba. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just want to make sure. So you went two times, very serious, the first couple times. Right. Continuing. And that was a school there on Indian culture, spirituality, and leadership. Okay. And, um, and he was the teacher. He would talk and teach, and we would get to be in his... In his it was, a, let me see, there was probably like about 300 students. Okay. But in the evenings, since we were the only foreigners coming from the U.S., he would bring us into his house afterwards at night, and we'd get a little private interview and get to talk with him and ask some questions. and Or he would just ask us some more personal questions, what we're trying to do and stuff like that. So there was a like a class and then a couple of the, you know, the kiss-ups kiss up people like you who would go in afterwards i'll be right up in there 
I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Yeah, give me the, give me the yeah. secret teachings, you know what I yep, mean? Yep, pucker up, baby. <laughs> give me so, the secret how teachings. Many, how many, and again, it's it's kind of hard to, to vision. So I see we had to pay like a tuition. There was a fee of some sort. If you get there, his colleges were free. Really? To everybody. If you yes. can get there, if you were accepted and you can get there, uh-huh. they are free. He had like six colleges for women okay, so and then, men. So you go, and let's say 300 students in this particular one, mm-hmm. were they all... It was a summer f- course. Mm-hmm. Okay, were they all on the same track? Did they all have the same goals? Were some of them just trying... Like, you wanted to teach. You wanted to spread the word, right? Is that... I didn't get that vision till after that. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I didn't get that vision till after that. But, um, but everybody there goes to that... Is in that vibe, in that community, in that circle. Yeah. Because... The aim, the major aim, is um, spiritual growth, self-realization, God realization, and to be close to Him, to somebody like that, accelerates your love for God and that process of self-realization, God realization, self-actualization, all of that. That's what you try. That's what everybody goes for in a nutshell. They may not put in those words, but that's what right, everybody's right. going so for. So the two you said were very serious, and the next, tell me about the next three. The next three, we're still going to his ashrams and maybe okay. to or maybe a couple other ones or some other masters and teachers. But uh, we're just to go to do meditation and just take time out to just sit in the ashram. And ashram means a place of study, yeah. spiritual study. And to to see him and to meditate, chant, do some community service, trying to... Okay, so when get, I... My, my dad walked across the Edmund Pettus Bridge back in, you know, the 60s. And then we went back for a 50-year reunion. He took all his kids. He mm-hmm. went, there's four of us. And we went back, and he got, he was one of the originals. So he, he and a bunch, it wasn't just him. There was a lot of people. They got a little medal, and, a, you know, whoever was there 50 years ago originally. And so Obama was there, and he was mm, 40 yards-ish away from me. And I'm looking over, and I'm going... Holy crap! That's Barack Obama right there, and <laughs> and it, and it filled me with an energy. Oh, so I yeah. imagine that, <clears throat> like, now this was Sai Baba himself, the person back when you went. Yeah. So that had to be like Obama times a thousand. Man, and that's why people go. That's why people go to see a master teacher, because even if he doesn't talk to you, yeah, you, you get the vibe. And, and that's and what I got. I got the vibe. That's it. And John Lewis spoke. A couple of people spoke, but it was yeah. There's a saying in Hinduism: never, never pass up a chance to just be in the audience or in the company of a master. No matter what it is, it could be a master of track and field, master it, of guitar player, master. It, it, the vibe, yeah. yeah. You, you get a, you pick up. Remember, I said that communication ninety nine ninety percent nonverbal. Yeah. Energetically, we conversing. All right, you're. You're we, turning we, me. I'm telling you. We get in. You get in some of that. You know. Yeah. You're not. You're turning me. I'm. I'm getting it. I'm connecting yeah. all that. Well, let's see. I got a little bit out of order on my sheet, so I want to make sure I cover everything. Mm-hmm. Now, just for clarification, how long have you been a vegan? Um, vegetarian. Going back and forth, vegetarian and vegan. Okay. Since high school. Okay. Yeah, about my junior year in high school. Did you slip up? Um. And I shouldn't say slip up. No. I mean, I would try meat intentionally, see if uh-huh. I want to get back in, but no. Right. No. 
And and yeah. is it the taste? Is it the vibe from the meat? Is it what is it about the meat that makes you not want to eat it? Well, now I I don't even need it. Right. I, I mean, whatever a person's trying to do with meat, I can do it. Okay. But, but so you can't make it. it Not about the taste, though. Not not about taste, though. <laughs> Originally, through my mom, I would say when I was younger, the the vision was that if you were vegetarian, you're, you'd raise your vibration, spiritual vibration. You could accelerate your spiritual growth faster. Okay. And, and you could master, and if, and if you're trying to master your mind and emotions as a food, so the mind was the same, and so you could master your thoughts your, and your emotions and be able to focus better. Okay. And so I was already doing, even in high school, I was doing right. visualizations on my game. I was trying to get faster and play yeah. football better and all like that. Now, um, when I was, um, and then it became about health too, training. I was working yeah. out. And I saw my mom's uh, arthritis go into remission. And she got better. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, see, now I got some arthritis things, too, we need to fix. Yeah, I'm sure. I was like, maybe maybe I could do that. I'm just trying to run a little bit faster. Maybe yeah. I just, you know, eat a couple more greens. And so that and then in college, my second year in college, this is what probably really turned it all the way around where I knew I wasn't, didn't ever needed to go back to eating meat. Met this lady. I forget her name. Oh, Candace Cruz. Okay. And she had Shout just. Shout out, Candace. Yep. Wherever she is in the world, thank you very, very much. Met her at a health food store here in San Diego. Um, that was like probably like in 91. Probably like in 91. And she had just finished uh, her, I think, being a naturopathic, to be a naturopathic. I should be a doctor or uh, something like that in, yeah. in a naturopathic. And I was our first, her first client. Oh. Took me under her wing. We became good friends. She, she did all the tests, blood tests, hair analysis, peed in the cup, everything testing my micro my my digestion and everything um and looked at my blood and told me what i was absorbing my diet what i needed that's fascinating and and basically gave me just a health assessment from that perspective and said okay if you're going to be an athlete because at the time i was still running i was running track san diego state if you're going to be running track and training that hard this is what you need to do and this is how you cleanse the body. This is how you do your fast. These are the juices you need to take. These are the supplements you're going to take. The supplements herbs. Supplements another question I had. Yeah, all of that. She was, she was open to all of that. Now, she wasn't totally vegan or vegetarian. She still ate a little bit of meat. Right. But she knew how to be healthy. And, and she told right. me how to do all the cleanses, herbs, supplements, and, and the now, diet. What kind of supplements? What, when you say supplements, what do you mean? I'm, sorry, I'm talking about just... Because uh, I'm very curious as to vegan and, and searching for a pure a, a pure approach to things and a mm -hmm. clean approach to things uh what what type of supplements and i and i don't want you to give blanket recommendations to anybody of course because that wouldn't help anybody but like what are do you like what about oils uh arnica different uh, natural quote natural pain relievers and things like that what are some of the things that you think are are pretty good and have pretty pretty good value Actually, I did everything, man. Oh, really? Yeah. She said it's all good. And she said not one of those things by themselves is going to help you. People oh, really? go and just get some turmeric or, you know, right, right. or just get. Whoa. I would add turmeric to my smoothie. was terrible. Yeah. No, no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to mess with that. But, yeah, you know, if you just do, you know, you get a couple of those things. 
that's not going to work. Your whole diet has to be about it. Uh-huh. it they all and they all work synergistically together. Yeah. So there was yeah. two camps. She said there's two camps. Some people don't do supplements like vitamins and minerals, multiple, right. like the uh, you know vitamins and minerals because they don't they're they're not in a food form that you want to get them. And if you do get them, you're going to get them a, a plant based source right. of sup of, of supplements. But I, that's what I did. And so I got I would take the supplements vitamins and minerals and and all of those different trace minerals and right. aminos protein and stuff like that i would get that and then along with that um and and that's everything in there the small thing q ten. i wouldn't get it but yeah. it'd be everything yeah. I'd, I'd take them all and then along with that i would take um, good man flaxseed oil yeah. drinking olive vera juice um, drinking greens and beet that. juice and um, and, See, back, of, and and doing all, I mean, it was everything. And then after the season, a little bit for test for taste and stuff. Because right now I drink a smoothie every day. I drink a, a, a green. Smoothie hey, then I wouldn't even worry about the taste, man. I I, I would drink nasty I stuff. Worry about taste. Yeah, I, I drink nasty <laughs> stuff, man. Just <laughs> you know, yeah, trying to be healthy. You know, what I'm saying? you know. Well, because okay, there. Here's my story. Buckley's cough syrup. Their commercial used to be, our product tastes like garbage bag water, but you won't ever cough. And I'm like, when I'm coughing, that's what you take. That's what I want. <laughs> I took it twice, man. I couldn't do it. It was like I'd rather <laughs> cough. <laughs> I'd rather die. That's crazy. And but it's the same thing. So I was self motivated, man. I would do that. This was not prompted by anything. Uh huh. You just said, see, that's right. the thing. And I would take all the herbs and mushrooms, uh, superfoods, blend them up, or and. And those were just supplement pills, pill form. Uh-huh. You know, I would take them all. This, and, and I think it made a difference. I felt good. Well, you're 51. You look great. I felt I got, good. I, I'm not gonna lie. I got a little man crush going on here. You got you got the action <laughs> going on. I'm I'm I want to be you when I grow up. The problem is I'm already older than you. <laughs> so, all right. You know what? We're gonna take another break, and we're gonna come back for our last session. We're gonna ask you a few more questions, talk about a little more stuff, and then hit you up with the electric chair. See what's gonna happen after you've committed a capital crime and <laughs> Let's do you're it. sentenced to death. So, my guest today, Anthony Jerome, uh, spiritual guide for me. You're 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 gonna be my you're my guy. You're my idol. I'm gonna look at you. I'm gonna follow you, and I'm gonna try and turn back the clock a little bit. And we will be back, and he will heal something else. He already healed my knee and some of my support issues. We're going to heal something else when we come back. You ready? Let's do it. All right. We'll be right back. All right. We are back for our final section today. My guest, Anthony Jerome, 51-year-old. Looks fantastic. Feels fantastic. Healed my knee earlier, and uh, we might heal something else before we're done. Just want to talk a little bit about what do you do in your spare time? What's uh, when you're not training? Or do you have spare time? Is your is your whole life dedicated to? Is everything you do a step on this journey, or is there time that you don't take steps on this journey that you you take a break or you do something else? I try to do something else, but my my day is full. Yeah, I was gonna say you do a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, if you train, that, that's that's a lot of time right yeah. there. Yeah. And then how uh, how what kind of training are you still doing? I mean, because you did your your uh, fitness warm up with the free form yoga. I do that every day. You look like uh look like yeah. you're in college. Yeah. <laughs> I do I do that every day. Okay. Free form yoga. Or, about how long? Um, I do three rounds. I mean, I I do 
it's part of a bigger practice called the light body meditation practice. Okay. So there's chanting, meditation, some visualizations, some intentions, some blessings of the of the projects I going on and people in the world is in my circle. Along with it is the free form movement. So that whole thing takes about an hour, hour and a half. And you have three times a day? And I just do that once a day. Okay. And then throughout the day I might do a little bit of something if right. I have some free time and I'm right. needing it. So I do that every day. That takes an hour and a half. I work out. Um, it's track you season. Workout. You run. So right now it's track season. So my main my main workout is a, a track workout. I still run 100, 200, 400 meters and jump in some track meets. So like I'm doing interval, you know, yeah. sprints yeah. like, you know, 400s, 200s, 300s, 50 meter blasts, stuff like that. So if and, I ran 100 and you ran a 200... Are you gonna beat me? I don't know. That's that's a long way. I is. think you're not that bad off. I don't think. You well, that's my knees, man. I can't. I don't have the. <laughs> I, I used to be pretty fast. I used to be. A good, yeah. But ever since my knee surgery, it's hard to it's hard to pick up that pace. Yeah. So that's gonna take an hour to do that type of work, and then you got to go lift. Okay. So that takes about at least an hour. So and then you, you got to stretch. Tra traditional weightlifting. Oh yeah. Well, I do the basic stuff. You know. Traditional weightlifting, the bench, okay. the squats, the deadlifts, rows, deadlifts. Rows, yeah. Get the biceps and the triceps. You got to oh, look. Gotta do the you got to look healing. Right. Yeah, everything. <laughs> Make sure you get the calves. You don't want skinny. Oh yeah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Can't miss leg day. You know what I mean? <laughs> then, um, yeah, and then I do do other stuff like the um, functional stuff, kettlebells, medicine yeah. balls. Okay. A break dance as part of my to me that's that's God, that's a great idea you know yeah, man it's a i mean cardio great it's core yep it's especially everything. trainers are talking about you know you got to work on your core that's all core and dynamic movement and, yeah. and and of all the exercises they said to promote longevity for brain health and physical health of all of the different exercises they got out there dance was at the top of the list really the neural synapses that happen when you dance coordination huh. memory of routines you think that's why like zumba and and things like that are catching on that was a study the study and the study was that if you did something different like at least every week um if not every day a different routine that you got to remember and then you're moving and then you're moving in different ways high low rolling on your back front side yeah. you know backwards i mean when was the last time you walked backwards me yesterday when i was doing a we had we're Doing a remodel, as you saw. Okay, he had and, back. Was, and it felt it's weird. It's funny you should say that too, because I had the a, a flatbed with stuff on it, and I'm walking backwards. And my wife says, "You know, you can turn and drag that." And I said, "No, right now it just feels good to walk backwards." Uh huh. And that's all it was. That's all it was. So, see, neurosynapse. You know, your body, yeah. the, the 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 brain is is rewiring as we move yeah. sideways, backway, low, crawling, all of those things that we did as kids. That's what kept us kids you know we don't stop playing because we get old we get old because we stop playing bam uh, and i i truly believe because i still play basketball we play every sunday and we, i don't go full court anymore just because right life but but just getting out there and running and jumping and i can't and it's funny because i remember we started playing at tuxedo park oh, probably 94 <clears throat> somewhere around there and and i remember there's an old guy and i'm like Man, I don't want to be the sixty-year-old out here, but it was because he was clearly the sixty-year-old. You know, he he wasn't. Nobody wanted him on his team. He couldn't really cover anybody. He couldn't, you know. <laughs> and I'm not there yet. I mean, I'm definitely not running with twenty-year-olds who are dunking or you know or right. anything like that. But 
just that idea of playing all the time. Mm-hmm. You can be in there. You, yeah. can, you can make a difference. Yes. On the and, play. It, and it makes a difference in your day. It makes a difference right. in your life. So I'm a big advocate. Keep moving. Yeah. Keep moving. That's it. Keep moving. Now, the people that you've, you've taught slash coached over the years, what do you think the continual the continuum percentages. Do you think most of them kind of absorb a lot of this and continue on late into their life? Or do you think it's a fun little three month class and then they kind of get back to the regular, regular activities? Uh, I like to think I plant a seed that stays with them for the rest of their life. We do want to think that, don't we? Yeah. I think the smaller, smaller percentage, it stays with them and it grows with them in their own way, you know. People have different agendas in their life, lifestyle, yeah, yeah. and you know oh, yeah. it doesn't. And they want different things. Yeah. So, but I like to think it's it's making a difference. Oh, it it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. It is with me already. And uh, we're gonna do this again in ten years. Hey. I'm gonna look like you. There we go. You know. <laughs> they now, got they they doing it in real, in real science. They have they have they see a pathway how that could happen. Yeah. No, and, I. This guy named David Sinclair is doing that research on that. David Sinclair. Yeah, just go, right. just Google him or YouTube, YouTube. You can YouTube. hear him talk about what they're doing. Okay, David Sinclair. Yeah. All right, that's a good one. Now we're talking about hypnosis. Now some of the traditional uses of <clears throat> hypnosis are stop smoking, for example, yeah. things like that. Can you use hypnosis to to do something more often? To to exercise more often? To write more often to you know whatever it is or is it more geared towards breaking patterns like i i'm an alcoholic i need to stop drinking would would hypnosis help me with that but all of that anything having to do with the mind hypnosis is is being able to get maximize the mind's potential for anything that you're trying to do whether it's breaking a habit or creating a habit being Ooh, more, like be, being more a habit of creating a habit. Yeah, I like that. yeah, and um, developing your gifts, talents. I mean, while I was doing, <clears throat> when I was going through the training, this the same uh, lineage or school that I was at, the hypnosis. The, his name was Gil Boyne. He he worked with Sylvester Stallone. He had writer's block, writing Rocky. Really. And he, Sylvester Stallone used hypnosis to overcome the to break through that that writer's block. Wow. Stuff it's like good that. enough for Sly. Oh. It's good enough for me. Um, you have uh come to the top of my head. I just posted the other day I saw an interview um on YouTube, uh, Mike Tyson. His when he was that teenager, I think if it was his father, his stepdad, or his trainer, was a hypnotist and would hypnotize him. Huh. Put him in deep relaxation, visualize that he was just dominating. He can't be stopped. Boxing, nah, visualizing you that. that, all right. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have it was even in that movie with Tiger Woods. Tiger yeah, Woods' father yeah. used hypnosis. Yeah, focus, concentration. Interesting. If I wanted to make hypnosis a part of my life, or or somebody out there, uh, once okay, I don't want to get too much, so we'll cut we'll cut yeah, hypnosis short. Right. But I want to talk about it a little bit. Um, once a week, every day, once a month with someone interacting with you can you do it with an audio tape and close your eyes can you what's what's the recommended daily allowance of of hypnotism you should do it every day every day i mean 
if you're just sitting down watching TV, you're getting hypnotized. That's true. And you're watching the phone, looking at the phone, watching the video. Yeah. That's three minutes being hypnotized, listening to the radio. You could take those three minutes, five minutes, go into that sacred space in the center of yourself, open up to the vision that you want to manifest, create, and how you want to be in the world in such a way that it has an effect on how you move, how you, how you speak, communication, your body's health and healing, recovery, resiliency, overcoming illnesses, and every day. So your class, your business, is it fair to call it a business? Yeah, my business is, okay. yeah. I mean, I don't work with everybody every day. Right, 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 right. I teach them the not. techniques, so I work with them with specific things, maybe a couple times a week, a few times a week. Yeah. But the aim is, and I make a, a personalized audio and have generalized audios that okay. they can listen to, but learn how to do that on their own. You do that every day, your life will change. I, I will do not change. Doubt it. I do not doubt it. I'm 100% in. All right. So, living this life, uh, and and I'm I'm not making light, although I'm pushing back. Okay. Okay. All Give right. it to me, man. What All you right. want to say? <laughs> like, do you ever get mad? You ever lose your temper? The only person that can make me lose my temper. Your teenage daughter did. No, it was my girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> your girlfriend now? Because I love her so much, I want her to think highly of me. Okay. And that's what gets us. She, Every, knows, she thinks highly of me. I know, highly of you. you know. But you know, when we. In when, class. Yeah, yeah. But that's what it is. You know, that's how we get hooked with everything. I mean, in general. I don't have any expectations of anybody. They don't have to give me anything. You know, I am, I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm sharing, sharing with love and, and, and joy because that's what I do. That's what I am. Somebody drives along, they cut you off. Yeah. And yeah. then you pass them and they tailgate you for the next four miles. And, flashing their lights I, I'm, and I'm going to go like, and I'm not saying that I'm a saint, but I, I am going to say that how I'm able to do that because I know that's a natural response. Right. Um, people don't really know. I spent time like, in in an ashram, in solitude, like in a cave, for extended periods of times of days, going inwards, detaching from the body's needs, their mental and emotional needs, desires for stuff. So I know how to go. And it's a natural process to go inwards and open to source and feel that presence. And and I think it's because of that time. And I and I do this every day little portion of the day during that hour hour and a half that's always there and so okay. a person cuts off the natural i know that it has nothing to do with me see you're right it has nothing to do with me that's him yeah and, and what i really would and if i do get mad what do i really want i just want to feel safe he he, he makes you feel unsafe, unsafe. Slam on your so brain, what you really want to right yeah so we you want to feel safe so and, and whether he's making me feel safe or not I'm already safe. I did my meditation already. I did my prayers already. I'm going to be okay. okay. I just open to that. Do you ever lack confidence? Um, there are times when I doubt the outcome. And so I go inwards again mm -hmm. and open and let that presence come in and just move how I want to move. Now, I do want to say this because there are some things that I do and I get phenomenal results. They, they, they're manifest or I'm able to do it. Boom. And there's some areas 
there are like a, a few areas like it's hard. Like it, it's not coming out the way, exactly the way I want to. But maybe I'm thinking it comes out the way it's supposed to for right and now. Do you, and you believe that? I do. So this podcast was supposed to happen. Yeah. And it's supposed to go a certain Matter way. of fact, I have Because I'm going to change it up right now. I'm going to start dropping F-bombs. Look, in this... <laughs> okay, before we met for the past year, in that hour and a half in the morning when I do my practice, uh-huh. I'm saying, I'm seeing and visualizing as part of it that um, I am... Um, a powerful and influential and highly paid speaker, presenter, therapist, coach, trainer. I'm saying that. That's in there. And I'm seeing and visualizing that. I'm seeing myself speaking to large audiences, small audiences, getting paid. You know you're not getting paid for this, right? I'm not getting paid, man. But okay. <laughs> I just but, want to make sure you're not going to send me a bill. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but I, I'm seeing myself speaking. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So no, that opens up, it opens the, um, my eye to opportunities to say yes, yeah. all the time. And so, it's, and it's been like, I get on a podcast or a speaking thing about once a month. Okay. It just comes into my circle, and that's without even trying to really hunt. Right. And doing that research and get on somebody's list. I'm just, I just, I'm open. Living it, being mm-hmm. open. Mm-hmm. What about every little thing? What do you mean every little thing? Um, the notion that every living creature, every bug, every ant is a part of you, me, the universe. And if you step on a bug, does that torture you? Does that... No, I'm not there yet. But but I, you, I do but feel like that. Is that the goal? Is that that the is end? a feeling. That's a, a general, that's a feeling I have. Yeah. That we're all connected. All life... Yeah, all life is one. We share an aspect of our divine principle with all existence. That which is creating all this existence, we're one with that. And we're all, through that, we're all connected. I mean, I have, have had experiences like that, but that, that, that full experience like that, like I step on a bug, is not there all the time. Because, you know, if the bug is in the house, I got to get it. Gotta get, right? I got to <laughs> oh, get it. I know. Know and that's where I struggle. Yeah. You know, because say, I don't want to kill anything. <clears throat> But I don't want a spider bite to itch for a week, right. you know, while I'm sleeping. I don't want to get yeah, bit yeah. by a spider. Yeah. So. But I, I, but in general, I have that feeling. However, in 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 contrast to that, growing up, I was afraid of dogs. And really. And when I met my girlfriend Jennifer, she had three dogs, two pet bulls. Oh my. And a chihuahua. <laughs> so, and I had overcome that through hypnosis. Oh, but so not you, didn't, you didn't but, mind but, my giant dog when he came out. I hope. I hope he didn't make you too uncomfortable. I had to do a little practice. Okay, <laughs> he's a big no, dog. No, no, but you know it was cool. It was okay. cool. But now, before I met Jen, long time before I met Jen, um, when I was learning hypnosis, that was one of the things I worked on. <clears throat> and even though I had an experience, it's like, like man, all life is one. That still persisted, and so that I had to int- bring a, a you know bring attention to that make it a focus to clear that when you say god a lot of people hear a lot of different things when you say god are you talking about the god of abraham are you talking about the the one true god are you talking about 
one of the Hindu gods? Are you talking about the universe? What What's your best <laughs> digestible description of God? I, I like to say I'm talking about what you think I'm talking about. Whatever you think, of the, you know, if you're, if, you're God, if the God you you think about is the God of Abraham, then that's the God with those qualities that I'm talking about. Vengeful Krishna, God, loving God. Um, I hope it's not vengeful, but yeah. however you think, I'm th I'm thinking of that, an all powerful presence. Now, okay. for myself, yeah, um, yeah, and so in general, I really don't like to use the word, of course, like right. the people do. But for myself, when I think of God, it is that source that breathes our breath, beats the heart, organizes all the internal organs of every being, allows you to be conscious and aware of this moment and me and all life to be to exist that allows us the sun and the earth and all the planets to rotate in perfect timing intelligence that that's god okay tapping into that intelligence is communion with god again my god isn't a christian god a muslim god a hindu god a jewish god a, right you know it could be it probably is i hope it is i hope it's all the same thing yeah, I think it's the same. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's what I hope. That's so different my, names. Yeah, different names, different mm -hmm. interpretations, and God talks to everybody differently. It says you still rap? A little bit. Just yeah, a man, a little bit. Freestyle, or? I have or some stuff, and sometimes I'm inspired to write a little bit. Okay. So right, yeah, you know yeah. what? Do you have anything so recorded? Um, on my Instagram. Okay. You want to hear it real quick? Yeah, hit me with a little bit of it. Opening third eye so that even the blind can see divinity in the highest seat, universal knowledge in the hardest streets, getting downloads seven chakras deep, laying the foundation harder than concrete. What you know about universal divine love consciousness? Okay. Yourself All right. Is the evolution <laughs> in the a little behind the mic scene. <laughs> that reaction was before I actually heard it. So we're going to plug it in. It's going to sound great. It says you you watch like a lot of superhero movies, cause I have kids, man. I got my tw my twin sons and my daughter. We go to superhero, so I got yeah. into it. You know, yeah. all the Marvel and DC, yeah, too, DC, all okay. of them, all of them. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me and my me and my youngest have a that's our thing. You know, we'll go mm -hmm. and we're still doing it. I'm, you know, he's he's a junior at state right now, and we just went and saw the new Doctor Strange when yep. it came out. Same, saw that too. That was good. It was good. I liked it. It's called Enlightened Ways of Being, Energetics, and Meditation Training. It's already in place. I've been teaching it for the past uh, four years, four or five years. A culmination of all the training that I got on how to work with the mind and energy healing, meditation, um, and stuff like that. What does the schedule so, look like for, like, if someone is to sign up? It's a five-week five program, and we meet two to three times a week. Okay. And... So right now it's just paid. People pay and they want to learn how to right. do it. They got some things they want to focus on in their life to get better or to heal. And so we do that. Now, um, is it going, rolling or is it like a semester? Like, could I start tomorrow? Anytime you want to start right now, it's, it's open, individual. Okay. Uh -huh. During COVID, it was in groups, had yeah, bigger groups. And, and online, I'm sure. Yeah, it was online. Yeah. And still online. But now um, <clears throat> I want to do this with college students, going back to that vision that I had when I was in college thinking, people need to learn this. They need to learn how to work with their mind to overcome fears, doubts, negative self-judgments about themselves, change behavior patterns that are no longer serving them, becoming more kinder people. 
Um, and so this is what I want. I want to share this practice with college students. I, I, I had done some of these practices when I was a physical education teacher in the school district. I taught for like 20 years and I was doing, but I think that might be too young, you know. Yeah, it could be. I can lead them to a practice. Some wanted to, some not. Right. High school, some of them were interested a little bit, but not, I think, college. They're coming into that place where they're sponges and starting to learn and discover the world on their own. And it's not because their parents are taking them to, you know. And you're breaking out of that shell because your whole life Mm -hmm. you're living in a shell of parental expectations, of social expectations, of peer pressures in groups. When you get to college, you hope. Mm-hmm. They start to break out all of it. They start to become the person they're going to be for the rest of their life. And that's a good time to adopt some of these principles. Right. And there's little incentive. I can give If I can give you a $1,000 or so for yeah for school, grant for school, then yeah. that'd, be, that'd be good. And I can that have a little good. group. So, so if someone it, were to approach you, not me because I'm not rich, but and say, I really love what you're doing. I want to give you some money to give to... People who have taken your program seriously and want to take the next level. Oh man, that would be great! Like I just did a, um, and I still. Some of it is already in place. I give talks in college, like I gave a talk in Jennifer's yoga class mm-hmm. at Grossmont College. I have a friend that teaches at Point Loma Nazarene. I go to his college, and I talk for his class. He teaches psychology, and uh, a few other friends. And so I have a network of schools I can go and talk to. Let's manifest this, man. Yeah, Let's make this be big. Already. And then, and then, so if I had the funding, I could just say to the whole group, to the class, if you're interested in learning this technique, this way of being, going deeper into the practice, let me know. And you're there to sign up and we just start the practice. And, at, and up, upon completion, they'd get the grant and they'd learn the skills. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, let's, let's. I'll be visualizing that for you. Hey, I'll be, hey, I'll be. That that works more than you know, man. No, for, I, for I, that I, that I, is I'm, that's, that's huge. A thing. I'm I'm saying that with all seriousness. Okay, so we are at the point where you're going to ruin this part because of your enlightenment and all that stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> you have committed a capital crime. You have been sentenced to the electric chair, and you have a final movie to watch. A final meal. Hey, you're gonna have meat. No meat, man. All right. I probably wouldn't even eat. Well, and that's I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> and then a song to plug into your headphones. So what's what's your movie and your meal, if any, and your song? I probably wouldn't even eat. I'd probably just go into meditation. If there would be anything playing in the background, it's this Gayatri mantra. The Gayatri Mantra is a mantra that I learned from my teacher, my guru, Sai Baba. And it's uh, the vibration, the frequency of it, the sound, and the meaning is about um, bringing the realization of that source to move and breathe all light, the source of all light, to illuminate our minds, to become more self-realized, embodying it, and become one with it. It's a prayer and and an invocation for that into the wisdom. That'd be playing the soundtrack. That, that would apply to be playing that or just saying that. Or saying. And going to a deep meditation. And in the yogic tradition, when you when you pass away, you can die when you're ready. I couldn't even have to wait for the Fred Electric chair. I could just ascend, right? You know, I would be able to ascend when I want to. I'd just be able to pass and go into spirit. Are you you think you're there? 
almost i think so okay. there are certain times I've, I've gone so deep into meditation i can feel certain um functions shut down oh okay yeah just you know like really start to shut down i said okay there's a choice here i can keep <laughs> on going right you know right and change my wow. life That's or fascinating. that there's been some moments in deep meditation and my teacher had said be careful of that it's not necessarily good for your health spiritually though you know you can right. you're moving but what happens next? but being but being here next? well oh, after after yeah, death after you ascend like that oh i think i think it's more to say well i think that we move into our just energetic body so okay. we have this physical body right and then we have an energetic blueprint body and we move into the next dimension or realm that fits our vibrational frequency are you ready I'm ready. I'm ready, man. All right. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to rush it. No, I'm not. I'm not well, trying right. to help it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have the yeah. ambulance. Oh no. Right. right. No, no. I'm, I'm good, guys. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But yeah, yeah. I think that happens. Now, I should say, in the tradition that I was raised in, the goal is to uh, be in self-realization, God-realization, liberation. Liberation means you merge into oneness with that source like you lose your individuality and you become the all there is you become that versus staying in separate individual right. so that's that's the goal in that in that tradition not necessarily all yogic traditions because right. some yoga traditions they believe you stay separate as a servant of god in all dimensions of existence but in the one that i was raised in is that you be you merge and become one you become the one all this all life and everybody it's gonna blow my mind i'm not i can't wrap my head around it i'm not there you just put you in meditation right now just thinking about it right <laughs> just merge you know yeah. yeah yeah all right i truly appreciate this you got to promise to come back yeah we're gonna do another episode sure. we'll do a hypnosis i want i want to do some hypnosis i want to and i want to do a little more practical applications of stuff and we'll um we'll go through it and i want to film a little bit of it um put in a little youtube promo and and get that out so our our so i'm putting you on the spot are you gonna come back you're gonna We're coming back okay it was a good time sure. yeah we'll do it we'll do it at some point soon in the future so that is going to do it for tony on the mic today my guest anthony jerome what's the one thing you want people to take away from this you are multi-dimensional. You are a multi-dimensional being. Communication is ninety percent nonverbal. You are one with all life. All right. And uh, I'm gonna go get a cheeseburger. No, <laughs> no, no judgment. No, see, that's the thing. Is it's hard for me. I didn't want to stretch this out. We're gonna okay. A little bit more. Is for me, it's hard not to judge my own like like if i do i i try not to eat fast food i try not i try to eat fairly healthy and i, I think i do a pretty good job but i really beat myself up when i break down and i need that judgment to not break down and do it if that makes sense so how do i how do i not have the cheeseburger without applying the guilt and bad effects that's hypnosis right there, man. We're gonna go into hypnosis next, next time. We can go next, to the next. All right. We're going to, and we can just deal with a cheeseburger. Uh, 
all right. I'll put a cheeseburger oh, right. I'll put a cheeseburger right in front of you and don't let you eat it. And you won't be. And you won't even want it. No. Okay, we're not doing that because. <laughs> You know, really wrong. that's going too far. Right. Hold up. Let's start with something else. All right, Anthony Jerome. Thank you for coming in. We'll do this again. I've been Tony on the mic. Say goodnight to the folks, Jerome. Good night. Thanks. Good night.